coming to you from the mountains and the plains. The only conservative voices brave enough to push back. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Altman. That's what the Second Amendment was designed to do. If you're going to do something to, to nullify or take away my rights under the Constitution, come get it. Max McGuire. When you look at politicians on the left, um, they need to convince people that they are victims. A resistance to the resistance. And now your hosts, Joe Altman and Max McGuire. And welcome to our Friday edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. No Joe today. Joe's not feeling too well. Everyone in the comment section say, feel better, Joe. He's, he's out today. He has some doctor's appointments. Um, so he'll be back on Monday. I thought he had Nothing all clubs. too serious. Uh, it oh, it oh, might be one of those. Sorry, kind of, sorry, sorry. It sorry. might be one of those kind of appointments. I don't know. But uh, he's not feeling well. So everyone in the comment section say, get well, Joe, or get better. Joe. So um, today we're we're going to try something a little different. We're going to usually we go for two hours. We're going to try and go for two hours as long as the conversation allows. It's open line Friday. So 888-441-1121 is our number. We'll go the two hours if uh, we have enough to talk about. If not, we'll we'll cut it short and everyone can get on with their weekend. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Usually we go live on Saturdays. This weekend is my birthday weekend, so I'm not going to be going live. I'm going to take the weekend off. I know, crazy me taking the weekend off. Um, Can so we sing happy we'll, birthday without being thrown off the air? I don't know. I don't know if it's copyrighted. It is, isn't it? People, I, I would do that. But yeah. It'd get weird and then some people say. Some people say it's copyrighted, but yeah, it's my, uh, my birthday this weekend. Yeah, happy 23rd um, again. Yeah. Well, this. no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do what all the kids are doing. I'm gonna take a COVID year, <laughs> so I'm not I'm not 31. I'm actually still 30. 30. Okay. The lost year. No, I. Lost you're absolutely year, you right. Well. I would not hold any of that back just for your 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 own self mind loving. Yeah. Whatever. Happy birthday. Um. So thank you, thank you. So uh, no podcast. I'm gonna be working this weekend by just doing chores. That's what I get to do for my birthday, major garage renovations and things like that. Uh, so there won't be any podcasts on Saturday. But we'll be back alive live on Monday. And I promise, hell or high water, we will do a podcast next weekend. It's been a couple of weeks where we haven't um, for Easter and now for this. Promise next weekend we will have go back to our history podcast. That is a promise. But today, kind of a pretty generic title, title leftism is evil. It is. Leftism is, leftism is evil. Joe likes to use his saying. It, it, I cringe I, when he says it. I'm trying to remember. What does he always say? I'm... You know, he left a uh, bunch of trash in here the other day. Oh, it was a whole bunch. Josh. What? Josh. What? Josh, he's out. He's out. And we were going to go two hours without anyone saying trash. And you said it. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that because he always leaves his trash in here in his garbage. <laughs> you said it. I'm sorry, man. So, okay. Seriously, you have one of those screen. ready? Yeah, I, I always do. Just in case. <laughs> Today's synonym, synonym of the day is crud crud instead of trash foul matter that mars the purity or cleanliness of something used in a sentence you must have stepped in something because there's crud all over your shoe half hashtag the left is crud oh, i thought i thought i wouldn't have to use it but it slipped through josh it well happy through. friday it's it's open lines so if you <laughs> guys have any friday. other words for, for trash we'll accept those today too <laughs> oh and don't forget to call in and wish max a happy birthday i want you guys to yes. call in and wish him a happy yeah. birthday because he's 23 again, and he, he needs to again. hear it. He needs to hear it. Yeah, sweet 16. Um, 
Yeah, 888-441-1121. Going to be talking about a lot. The stories of the week, gun control, what Congress is now looking at doing, which is passing the bills Joe Biden wants them to pass, even though he lied about them. Talk about Hunter Biden's appearance on Jimmy Kimmel. That's startling. Um, questioning whether or not this new ATF um, head, if he is actually confirmed, whether he will prosecute Hunter Biden's son. That's a big question. And then basically whatever you want to talk about. 888-441-1121 is our number. It's always our number, but I like to repeat it for people who might forget. Okay, let, let's start out with the Hunter Biden stuff. Hunter Biden was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. And once again, he is trying to he's trying to dodge the question over whether or not it's actually his laptop. Let's let's go ahead and play cut number one. I've seen you on some interviews and, uh, you know, talking about the laptop. This became yeah. this big thing, the laptop. And when they ask you if that was your laptop, you say you don't know, which yeah. is hard to believe unless you read the book. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, I'm surprised you have shoes on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I made it. I made it today. Pants were the problem. Pants were the problem. <laughs> yeah. Pants are always yeah. the problem. Always the really. Problem. Yeah. yeah. No, you know, look, I really don't know. And the fact of the matter is, it's a red herring. It is absolutely red herring. But I am absolutely, um, I think, within my my rights to question anything that comes from the uh, from the desk of Rudy Giuliani. Um, and so. I don't know is the answer. Do you ever wish you'd had Apple Care? Yeah, that would have been a good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. one other yeah. thing I want to ask about because it's the end of the book, and uh... so he says, "I don't even know if it's mine." But then he laughs and says, "Yeah, I should have had Apple Care." Just so everyone knows, red herring. A red herring is something that's meant to be deliberately distracting. Well, no, it's not distracting. Hunter Biden's laptop is full of a lot of criminal evidence, not just talking about the evidence of his drug use, which, as we've talked about on the show, means he was a he committed a crime when he lied on his background check form to buy a gun in 2018. You're not allowed to buy a gun if you are a habitual user of crack cocaine. You're not allowed to do that. And so his memoir and his and his laptop all confirm that he was a crack user before and immediately after he bought the gun. So unless he was he quit cold turkey for the couple weeks in there where he bought a gun. No, he, he lied on the form. Absolutely lied on the form. It's not a red herring. We have every right to know whether or not this is legitimate. And if we go to my screen, Mr. Producer, the Daily Mail came out this week and, and declared that, yes, they looked at the laptop and their forensics guys went through it. And they proved that, yes, the laptop is the president's son's laptop, which is not that hard to really... <laughs> figure out the laptop was connected to his phone. Not everyone has an iPhone. I don't have an iPhone anymore. I think they're overpriced for what they are. Android has definitely caught up. But if you have an iPhone and you also have a MacBook, a laptop, an Apple laptop, you can connect the two. You can sync the two. So you can have your text messages on the laptop. So there are text messages that are between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden that are saved on the laptop because they were it was synced. So this whole notion that it could have been anyone's laptop. Well, then why do we have all your text messages? Why do we have all of your emails? Why do we have all of your voicemails? No, it's absolutely your laptop. And, and how could it not be your laptop and have all of those family photos? And, and I say that, again, because there's evidence on the laptop, which we have heard about. We haven't seen about it because it might be criminal. It would be criminal to possess it. 
allegations that there are photos on it showing Hunter with an underage family member in an adult compromised position. Gross stuff. Like, how could that be someone else's laptop? There's pictures, we'll get to it in a second, of Hunter Biden at what looks to be the dentist's office where the dentist is going to fix his his meth teeth. Like, how could someone else's laptop have that photo on it? So the fact that he's still going around, the fact that Jimmy Kimmel is giving him a platform and joking about it. I didn't know drug use and drug abuse was all that funny, Jimmy. It's it's very interesting that they're, everyone's laughing. Like, oh, yeah, I'm surprised you have shoes. Well, I, I'm surprised I have pants. The crowd erupts in laughter. When this was a habitual crack user making money off of his dad's name, not because a good name, just his name, seen wandering through a homeless encampment in California searching for crack, had a gun put to his head, had to talk his way out of that one. Hunter Biden does not remember impregnating the stripper with his love child. Doesn't remember it. Doesn't remember smoking crack in a, uh, in a strip club on the East Coast. Doesn't remember that either. I have no clue why ABC and why Jimmy Kimmel would give him a platform. No clue whatsoever. But they did, and we get to we get to watch the videos of it. So we do have our first caller, Open Line Friday, again, 888-441-1121. Tiana wants to chat a bit about the Hello. Second Amendment and Joe Biden being a tyrant. Tiana, welcome to the show. Hey, happy birthday, Max. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? You're welcome. Um, so I have family that lives in Indiana. Uh, mm-hmm. Their gun laws are kind of iffy as it is. Um, with the Second Amendment, hold on, sorry. Um, I'm also traveling back home currently. So, but um, with the Second Amendment, with all that he's trying to do, even my dad had pointed out, you know, that's not going to stop criminals from going to go get guns. It's not going to stop criminals from doing what they originally wanted to do. He had watched your episode with me yesterday, actually, with uh, you taking off the, the stock, the, whatever it was that you were, I'm not a gun person. So yeah, yeah, the, the, thing that the you rifle stock. Off yesterday, you show goes, how you easy it is. You don't even have to put that on there to still commit a crime. He goes, I don't understand yeah, yeah. why he's trying to pass all these laws when it's not going to do, it's not going to ben any, benefit anything. He yeah. goes, the only thing that's going to benefit it is putting more police out onto the street which is the one thing that he's yeah. trying to pretty much dismember. Oh, and yeah, no, the left loves doing that. The know. left loves to claim that it's about law enforcement safety, but when a law enforcement officer gets killed by one of their rabid leftists, they, they don't really care about that. They, they love to put law enforcement mm-hmm. up on a pedestal. But what's even worse is that if you actually read what Joe Biden, uh, the transcript, this is, uh, again, I don't know if you can see it while we're live, this is that, that pistol brace on my AR-15 pistol. He says that this mm-hmm. makes it concealable. That putting this makes it concealable. No, actually, actually putting this on it makes it less concealable because this, oh, without this, you just have the buffer tube. You just have the buffer tube right here. This makes it harder to conceal. And also, what does it matter if a pistol is concealable? That, that whole logic that you have no right to conceal a pistol is untrue. Right? That's pre Heller, pre Supreme Court ruling. Yeah. You know, there's licenses to go get a concealed carry weapon. He's defeating the purpose of what he's trying to pass. Yeah. But, um, which is, it's crazy because uh, he's saying that we should ban it because it's concealable. Well, that shows you they're not just going after 
this obscure part, relatively obscure part for an AR-15 pistol. They want all pistols banned because there are a lot of pistols that are far more concealable than an AR-15 with a 10-inch mm -hmm. barrel, right? <laughs> if that's the standard, he's coming after every handgun. Yeah, I got one of my family members, I'm not going to say who, but I got a family member where her, her gun can fit in my hand. And I've got yep. what some people would call hamster hands because they're tiny. So, like, it can fit. Like in the palm of my hand, it's so small, and that can be concealed really easily. You know. Well, you want to know something. You want to know something There's... really, really disgusting. There are people what? who have who have keistered handguns to sneak them into oh, prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have. There are. There are very small handguns on the market. <laughs> so yeah, no. If he's going after. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of deep breaths necessary for that, and and you and you hope and you hope that the safety's on, right? At that point, you hope the safety's right? still on. <laughs> you hit a speed bump and boom, you're done. Um, <laughs> yeah, people in the comments section say, "Yep, in in the prison wallet." Yeah, no, the concealable. <laughs> you can't ban guns just because they're concealable. Because yeah, I bet you a big guy could conceal a 50 cal rifle under his jacket, right? A concealable can't be the standard. Yeah, it can't be because that's when people go get their license to go get a concealed carry weapon. Yeah. Like that defeats the yeah. purpose of everything he's trying to pass through. And then it's, the it's other true. thing I wanted to talk to you about, I have taken um, some of your clips from the George Floyd uh, video that you guys mm -hmm. had made two days ago, I think. And yeah. I had, you know, screen recorded it and I had put it up on another uh, social platform. I gave you guys all the credit and everything. Um. But I had people coming after me saying I was just absolutely a lunatic, that there's no way in hell that his knee was on his uh, shoulder blades and it had to have been on his neck because that's what it looked like. And I've been debating with everybody. I've been called ignorant. I've been called malicious, vindictive. They tried to pull the race card until I gladly let them know that I am a biracial American. I have biracial children. And my husband happens to be Hispanic, you know. If I'm such a mm -hmm. race-hating person, I happen to love race over here. But so, well, it, it, I guess if, you, if you're biracial, if you're biracial, the left will just say you're half racist. <laughs> right? You know, just, just half. It's okay. But, you yeah, know, no, that, that, that's interesting. I've been the, telling people, the whole point is the perspective. Right, they have every right to yeah. look at it from one point of view and say, "Yeah, it looks like he's on it, it, the knees on his neck." But when you look at it from the other point mm -hmm. of view and you see that he's firmly on the shoulder blade, uh, uh, to call yeah. someone racist for for looking at a video and, and, and having their own opinion, uh, no, it, it has nothing to do with race. Like it's just it looks like his knees on his shoulder blade. Now, is that all, is that enough to restrict his airway? It might be. It might be. I don't yeah. know. But the the notion that he knelt on his neck and that's just fact. When they're, it's perfectly reasonable to dispute it and see, like, hey, wait a minute, that looks like it's on his back or his shoulder. Um, of course, they threw out the race card because the, they do that. Anytime mm -hmm. you catch them in a, in a predicament where they're lying or, or they're proven wrong, they throw out the race card. That's the easiest way to know you've won an argument. And the whole thing is, is every person that has come at me, like, sideways about it or tried to, you know, say, oh, I'm racist, I'm a race baiter or anything else like that, I'm like, watch the rest of the video. Go check out the podcast that I got the information from. And they're like, then I go and look at their profile, and they're trolls. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Josh. I it's okay, Josh. Make sure you, you know Josh. Promise, you did promise, Tiana. You did promise. I did promise. I did promise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, it's you know, okay. I, I around 16 minutes. Profile, 
one video up and it's just like, okay, you guys are trolling yeah. me right now. That's fine. I'll just, you know, keep hitting you with the facts. And then I got people sitting there saying, okay, well, go you, you know, bringing truth to life. And it's like, you don't, you can't convince people when they've already yeah. have this perception of, okay, this is what happened. They've been lied to for over a year. They use a, I'm sorry, a druggie as a martyr. If that's what Black Lives yeah. Matter uses as a martyr, I'm scared to see who they think is a real hero. Yeah, he got a gold casket, which again, I don't know. I don't know George Floyd. I don't know. I know that he he did some really horrible things to a pregnant woman, according to reports. We know that he was a habitual drug user. We know that he mm -hmm. was involved in the pornography industry. Lots of things we know about mm -hmm. George Floyd. He might have been a decent person. I don't know. But, but I mean, the fact that he died in police... Yeah, for all we know, maybe he's reformed. <laughs> Who knows? But... The, I mean, I, the I fact know. that he got a, a golden a golden casket when he died in police custody, when he had between two and four times the lethal dose of fentanyl in his system, whereas we showed mm -hmm. on that episode, he's heard screaming out, I ate too many drugs. And You're I not a racist for calling that out. Yeah. I had used that clip too, and they go, no, you're just saying what the DA wanted you to hear. I was like, no, you can clearly say, uh, <laughs> you can hear him say, ah, ah. I ate too many drugs, man. Yeah. Clear and the important part, and if you can't hear it, you, you've got a problem. And the important part is a previous arrest, I believe the year or two prior, he got arrested and his defense was to swallow all the drugs and he got caught yep. doing it. So like, it's well documented yep. that when George Floyd was about to be arrested, it was in his toolbox to swallow the drugs. So we couldn't be caught with them on his person. Um, so again, yep. yeah, no, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of people who feel so that, like they are. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just going to say there's so a lot of people who have become it. personally invested in this. And, and they feel that yeah. the only way to, to vindicate their personal experience, which is their belief that they are, that the world is racist against them, which again, maybe it is. I don't know. But a lot of people have become personally invested in this and they believe that what happened to George Floyd happens to them on a daily basis. And if, if George Floyd's killer isn't convicted, then then that just means it's open season on black people, which is what they always say, which isn't necessarily the true. Every everyone's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And the defense hasn't mm -hmm. even put on their own defense yet. They've just been cross examining prosecution witnesses and the prosecution, in They're my opinion, based on everything I've right. seen. Yeah. The prosecution has not gotten beyond the hurdle of proving beyond a reasonable doubt. What that means is that as long as the jury can have doubt in the cause of death, well, did he die because he had COVID-19 and that restricted his lung capacity? Did he die because he had oh, between God. two and four times the lethal dose of fentanyl, right? There's lots of doubt there. So mm -hmm. you're not racist just because you are applying the standard. And then you get to that other woman who said the cities are going to burn. There's a lot going on here. And it really isn't about George mm -hmm. Floyd. They're, they're putting him forward the way as, as a martyr. They are. They did. They put criminals on as a martyr. And if that's what Black Lives Matter stands for, then it's, it's, it's pointless at that point. If you're going to put up criminals as martyrs and put them on a pedestal, what does that say about your organization? Yeah. What, the way that yeah. I see it is what killed George Floyd is George Floyd's actions killed George Floyd. It wasn't the cop. It wasn't the knee on the shoulder. It was the fact that he tried to down all the drugs that he wasn't supposed to have on his person, you know, yeah. to get out. Everyone's saying, oh, they threw him on the ground. No, he begged to be put on the ground. Yeah. Because he, he was has to be, he asked for it. Claustrophobic, you know, probably yeah. because he was high as a freaking kite. 
Ah, uh, you did it again. 20 minutes. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's fine. It's fine to be fired up about this because, I mean, how many times have we all, I mean, I, we all haven't been arrested, but how many times have you, like, have you heard just the excuse game? Right? Well, I can't do that because I'm claustrophobic, right? Like, you, you understand that, that when the police officers are hearing him say, I can't breathe when he's standing straight up. Like, okay, that's stupid. You can breathe. Yeah. When he says, I can't breathe when he's sitting down. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's stupid. No one's touching you. He said, you can't put, you can't arrest me because I'm claustrophobic. Breathe, he was, you know, yeah. In the middle of overdose. That's possible. That would probably be the only reason why he couldn't breathe. That's possible too. But like, you can't say you can't arrest me because I'm claustrophobic. Like, it doesn't work like that. And, and the officers mm -hmm. have heard that a million, a billion times. And then when he jumps out of the car mm -hmm. and begs to be put on the ground, well, what does he think? He just jumped out of a cop car and asked to be put on the ground. When you jump out of a cop car, you're, you're going to get a little bit more force. They, they were very reasonable with trying to put him in the car. They, they helped his head get below the top of the car so he didn't bang his head. They did everything they were supposed to. It was only when he jumped out yep. of the car by pushing off with his legs and knocking another officer over that they started putting weight on him. And yeah, again, as you said, he asked to be put on the ground. Not not an excuse for what happened, right? Lots of people in no, this scenario did lots cute. of things He's wrong, but it isn't murder. Yeah, it's not murder. It's, there's no reason he should have died. But at the end of the day, George Floyd's actions is what killed him. And I will say that until I yeah. am blue in the face. Yeah. Well, they are going to call you racist every time you do. Well, thank you so much, Tiana, for the call. Any Any good plans for the weekend? Driving back to Georgia right now to go home. Right, well, <laughs> well, have fun. Have fun in newly blue Georgia. <laughs> I know, right? Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, have a great weekend, Tiana. Thank you so much for calling into the Conservative Daily Podcast. And again, our number 888-441-1121. Next on the line, we have Julie wants to talk about how Biden doesn't actually know anything he's talking about when it comes to these gun laws. Um, Julie, welcome to the show. Uh, it might take a little, it takes, sometimes takes a little long. Um, Josh, do we have Julie? Good. All right, Julie, are you there? Are you there? Oh, we lost Julie. We, we, it looks like we lost. Oh, okay. Awesome. No, um, just, <laughs> okay. Welcome to the show. Um, what do you want to talk about? Hi, Matt. One, happy birthday. Um, Thank you. Two, I spoke to you about Alzheimer's with Biden, how my mother mm -hmm. suffered from I remember. It. And right now, I can guarantee you he's on Aricept. Aricept is a medication for Alzheimer's because he's way too much more coherent now than he was six months ago. So is that the one? Is one. that the one that makes it uh, hard to control your bowels or your, your bladder? No. No, no. Okay. Uh, what, the only thing it does is it slows down the progression of the disease until it hits a plateau mm -hmm. where it doesn't work anymore, and then they remove them, the aerosols, from the, the patient. Yeah, there That's, have been rumors that he's been on a couple different ones, and that one of the reasons he, he wanted a chair and he wanted breaks during the debates was because he was on a pill that can lead to uh, bowel problems. Yeah, so there's a couple not, pills like that. Yeah, There's a couple of them like that, but aerosols at the top of the list that is one of the best medications to slow down the disease. And, and is that like they, a, is that like a last ditch one? Is that what people tend to use when all the other ones have failed or is that just prescribed in different ways? It depends on the doctor a lot or the insurance companies actually. They'll tell you to do different things before they 
approve that medication. Sometimes the disease is too progressed and they won't uh, give it to them. They won't approve it. Sometimes they'll say, all right, let's try the Aricep because they're far, far into the disease, but not to the point of shutting down completely. It's interesting so because it's, when Trump was in office, it was you had all the palace intrigue, right? You had all the leaks about his health and his well-being, and the media ran with it. The Biden White House is silent, and you you, oh, yeah. you have to think you have to think that if this is happening there, shame on anyone involved in this prescription if they know that this is being prescribed. Shame on them. I mean, they might be going outside I, the White House doctor. It's entirely possible too. That's I don't like Biden at all. I haven't liked him since he was a senator. But to me, I feel very sorry for him with what they're doing to him, putting him in the spotlight like this and him looking like a total incompetent moron on national TV in front of the nation, in front of the world. But, yeah. hey, that's on their conscience, you know. Um, well, it's on his also, wife's conscience. It's, it's on all of their consciences. Yeah, his wife. That is not a doctor. She's not an MD. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> psychology, yeah, okay. She can't prescribe medications. To me, that's a doctor. I don't care. She's yeah. a professor. It's anything. She's a PhD. Um, she's a PhD. Yes, she's a professor, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. But I live in the state of New Jersey, and this is how Biden does not know the gun laws. In the state of New Jersey, you have to go through certain procedures in order to I know them well. Uh, any gun. Here, now mind you, on my 50th birthday, my husband said you have a choice, either your 50th birthday party or your gun. I chose my gun, of course, and I had to go to the police station, fill out an application, pay for that, set up an appointment with an independent, federally regulated yep. fingerprinting place, mm -hmm. go there, pay for them. Then uh, uh, after about maybe three weeks, I got a phone call from the police station. Oh, I was you're lucky. Back in 19 oh, yeah. Well, 1991, I was arrested for a bar fight. Charges were dropped on me. That's. They called me, wants to know what happened with that. And I told them, charges got dropped, it was a bar fight. A week after that, this is how they try to trick people. A week after that, I got a phone call from a detective that wants to know, quote unquote, what happened to the kidnapping and coercion case in 1991 that I was arrested for. I said, what in the hell are you talking about? But that was one of the things that you had to have to do. Have to sign a form yeah. for, your for them to look into your mental health background, if you have one. I can't you even get references. Prescription, yeah, references which they do call and check, and but I can't even get my husband that I've been married to for almost thirty years prescription medication list from the pharmacy due to HIPAA law. But you yeah. can look into my mental health background. I mean, it was yeah. absolutely ridiculous of what you got to do and pay. So we already had those lists. So the, what he did doesn't affect us. My husband, well, New Jersey, has the AR fifteen. Yeah. But yeah, New Jersey is one of the hardest states. In order, they don't rarely give out uh, concealed carry. I think there's a thousand a year that they'll do, and you have, oh, yeah, to, you have, have, you have to be sleeping with a judge. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Which the judges around here should have been retired fifty years ago. Uh, yeah, oh, but it's without just, a doubt. It's yeah, no, I, I went through that whole process. I grew up in New Jersey. I lived in New Jersey when I was going to grad school um, in Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. And uh, it was right around Sandy Hook. So I was like, well, screw this. I'm going to get a gun. Bought an AR-15. It's right next to me, actually. Um, New Jersey legal, right? Um, yeah. Had to jump through all the hoops. 
you're lucky that they called you within three weeks. Most people who apply for a gun permit in New Jersey have to wait months. And the law says 30 days. Very few police departments actually obey that law. And there's no recourse for it at all. Um, there are people who have died in New Jersey who have been killed by their stalkers while waiting for the police department to give them permission to buy a gun past that yep. 30 days. So basically the police department is putting their foot on the brakes, stalling on purpose. And while they're stalling, someone, uh, someone who's been applying was killed by their stalker. One very yep. infamous case, she was killed in her driveway. So she would have been able to have a gun on her because it was her property. No, it's, it's shameful what yep. they do in New Jersey. But Joe Biden doesn't know that. Joe Biden doesn't understand any of that. And you want to know something? We know we we right across the street from me. There's an air marshal that he. I mean, he shot a raccoon right out in his front lawn. Not one cop showed up. They didn't know that it was him shooting it. Yeah. Not one police officer showed up. My daughter, who doesn't even live here, went into um, a mental health facility for boyfriend girlfriend breakup whatever. Mm -hmm. And the cops showed up at my house at 10 o'clock at night because the mental health facility called them, didn't know that we had guns. They asked us, do you have any weapons in the house? 10 o'clock yeah. at night, I'm like, um, yeah, which I had to wake my husband up. He had to get his. They didn't even know we had guns. And it's the police department I had to do the application through. That's how, yeah. how ridiculous these things are. And people, if he does this and takes the guns away from people, there's always the black market that people are going to go to. Now, yes. that's where he's got to worry about. Look at Chicago. Chicago, you're not allowed to own a gun, but yet one of the highest murder rates in the nation. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous of what they're doing and what he's going to do. is He's going to cause regular law-abiding gun owners to wind up hiding their guns not registering them, which <laughs> I don't think they should be registered. I think that's a violation of our rights. They don't know what we have. We shouldn't have to tell them what we have if they don't know it. Don't ask. You don't yeah. know. But well, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, with any handgun you buy in New Jersey, they have a re record of it. So any handgun you own, um, New Jersey does keep they, a record of that. They didn't know mine. I bought mine. I have a one of the cheapest guns pistols on the market but it's a good one the high point and oh yeah no high, they didn't even know high points get it. a bad rap high points get a bad rap because they're so darn cheap but if you throw that yep. in the river and and come back five years and, and dredge it up high point will fix it for you and if they can't fix it they yep. will replace it <laughs> so they, it has a great warranty and i watch videos on it all the time because i heard you know it's a, a crappy gun and and every person that I, I watched the video on said it's one of the best guns you can get. It's the cheapest one, and it's one of the best ones you can get. They put it in the swamp. They shoved sand down the barrel. Mm -hmm. It's still fired. It's still yeah. fired perfectly. I wouldn't – if, if anyone has – if you have an extra 50 or $100, I would recommend a different gun. But if, if that's what you can afford, it will actually absolutely protect you. Um, but any anytime someone can afford – a little one tier up. I always recommend it just because yeah, when you're, when you're defending your life, if it's what you can afford and that's great. But if, if you're actually looking at defending your life, um, another 50 bucks, another 25 bucks might be worth it. Even if you buy, bought something used, but listen, I, I fired a, a high point. It's never jammed on me, but I have heard horror stories of, of it jamming up like crazy. Well, when I, guess I first it, bought, um, when I first bought it, it, it would fire one round and then it would jam. And what mm -hmm. happened was the, um, the magazine in it, the tip of it was bent and it was yeah. brand new. 
so I brought it back. I bought it, uh, it had to be special order through Shooters, and that's where I went, and they gave me two mm-hmm. new magazines, and they said, you can call High Point, they might replace it. I never even bothered. So I got yeah. two other magazines from them, and the other one I just, I tossed it out. It was bent and what whatnot. But we have, my husband has the AR-15, he's got um, a 12-gauge. Well, don't, 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 shotgun. don't list it all. <laughs> if you don't want yeah. the government to know, don't <laughs> list it all. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. My bad. <laughs> My bad. No, it's but fine. It's fine. It's fine. Masks, Just joking. With these masks, I have mm. so many autoimmune diseases. I have rheumatoid. I have no thyroid due to thyroid cancer. <laughs> and I also have suspicious soap in my body. So I'm on all sorts of medication. I don't wear a mask. Screw that. I'm not afraid of getting the flu. The flu. I am not going to worry about who my son is in contact with people who get tested all the time. My husband, all the time. My daughter works at 7-Eleven, so she's in contact with a lot of people. Not, I'm not worried at all. And they want people to double mask. Well, I can't even breathe in one. I don't care what they say. You cannot breathe in masks. It's yeah, I, I absolutely was... ridiculous of what they're doing. Control. Well, did you see the uh, did you see the coach who got fired? Um, no. He it looked like he was like he was a coach. I think it was in New Hampshire. Yeah, a track coach, and he wasn't enforcing the requirement that the kids wear the masks. Um, let's go ahead and jump to my screen, Mr. Producer. Track coach Brad Keyes lost his job at Pembroke Academy for refusing to enforce the school's requirement that student athletes wear masks, as recommended by New Hampshire athletic officials and the CDC. Um, he basically said, I'm not going to force them to wear a mask. It, it makes no sense. They can fire me. I'm not going to try and give them a false sense of, of safety when we all know that if you're outside and, and it's, it's windy, right? The mask isn't going to help you. It, it will impede you. And actually, truth be told, the WHO recommends against wearing a mask while you're engaged in athletics because it does make it harder to breathe. So it's, it's, there's lots of information flying around, but yeah, obviously I'm, I'm doing yard work this weekend and work in my garage where I'm going to be doing insulation. I'm going to wear a mask and it's going to be hard to breathe. But when you're around that fiberglass stuff, you don't want to take any, any chances at all. But if if I was running track or my kid was playing soccer, I wouldn't make them wear a mask. That's insanity. But I I was at the doctor's apartment, doctor's office this morning for a checkup. And there was a uh, a nurse who was vaccinated, and she was also double masked. I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "No, I got double mask. You know, like, whatever, whatever. Just take my blood pressure this, when we get out of here." They're not even taking into into consideration the special needs kids. I, I'm a mother of a 22 year old autistic son. Thinking about when he was younger, there would be no way you'd be able to get a slushy faster than you would be. To put masks yeah. on somebody who has sensory integration, there's oh, yeah. no way that they could wear a mask. But, uh, yeah. And what they're doing, the suicide rate, the murder rate, the domestic violence, the drug overdoses, the drug abuses, all of this is due to lockdown. They want to legalize yeah. weed. Why don't you put that money, instead of legalizing the weed, into getting the heroin and the fentanyl off the streets? Yeah. Do that. Instead of legalizing the weed, use the funds for that to get the sh- street. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. It's okay. um, 35 minutes. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But I just wanted to call to, to say about the, the laws in the state of New Jersey and yeah. you know, with Biden with the Aroceptive stuff. But And I also have well, yeah. a flag hanging on my front lawn. Trump 2024, take America back. 
Oh, I like it. I like it. Well, well, thank <laughs> okay. you so much for the call. And any any plans for the weekend? No, uh, we're having. I'm having my kitchen redone, and so we got to take oh, out the counters and stuff. And I just did my hardwood floors. <laughs> Trying to get the uh, hell out of the get ready to sell. Sell my house. Yep. Get out. We want everyone I know who's out. living in New Jersey. Everyone I know, my parents included, are doing renovations, renovations, renovations because they want out. Yeah. I mean, this governor, Murphy, he needed to be dragged out of the office day one. But yeah. when it rains, if the road floods, you get taxed. Damn That's emergency. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. If, if it rains, yeah. you get taxed. Oh, please. But, okay, yeah. Maxwell, hope you enjoy your birthday. Oh, well, thank and you. And ha- you have a great weekend. Oh, well, thank you so much for calling and have a great weekend. Uh, have a good one. Thank you. Um, 888-441-1121 is our number. Open line Friday. We're going to be talking about the news of the week, talking a little bit more about this Hunter Biden nonsense. If you want to talk about gun control, Biden, Hunter Biden, any of this, we'll talk about whatever you want. And yeah, if you curse a little, it's okay. It just means that producer Josh is going to have to stay a little late today to edit <laughs> it all out. Um, so one of the really interesting things we're going to, we have another caller on the line. We'll get to him in a second before I forget about it. Um, New Jersey has a law that bans slingshots. So go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. We all know what a slingshot looks like, right? It's slingshot. It's a, it's a Y shaped piece of wood and with a little elastic and, and a way to shoot a ball or a rock at someone. New Jersey law says it's, it's illegal to own a slingshot. It's the equivalent of owning an unlicensed firearm. The deal is though, the law was never meant to ban slingshots. It was supposed to ban and ban something called a slung shot. A slung shot is a maritime tool, basically a heavy weight on the end of a rope and people would swing it and hit you with it. So the New Jersey legislature wrote the law up to ban slung shots, but in the process, they thought it was a typo. So they changed it to slingshot and it's never been fixed. So yeah, if you buy a slingshot and bring it into New Jersey, it's the equivalent of owning an unlicensed handgun. Really, really crazy stuff. That, that, that's I love to show this example because people don't realize how stupid these laws are. And even when they're they're it's called to their attention, like, hey, you weren't supposed to ban slingshots. You were supposed to ban this. They don't care, right? They, they don't care. They're not afraid of that anymore. They're afraid of slingshots. So we have Patrick. Oh, no, no, we have Fran on next. Fran wants to talk about um, Jimmy Kimmel and Hunter Biden. Fran, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. What's going on? What do you want to talk about? Um, uh, well, the um, the late night talk shows have just been so disgusting the last four years. I used to enjoy them quite a bit. And now I usually go to bed before they're on. But if I happen to be up, and which I was twice this week, well, I guess maybe once this week, I switched to, I watched all of them for a minute. Uh, and Jimmy Kimmel talked about um, the Trump grandkids, showed a video, uh, a clip, of their Easter egg hunt and laughed it up about how um, uh, Donald Trump Jr. had had tried to get his daughter to get eggs from someone else and she ended up falling and oh, wasn't this hilarious. Um, at the same time, Hunter Biden is, you know, all of, all yeah. of his, and there's not a mention of it. And it, well, you know, I, maybe they do mention it, but I, I don't watch long enough. They mention it. I'm sure they, they mention really. it. They mention the drug use and they laugh about it. 
right? Where they're saying, I go, ha ha ha, you were you were so high you forgot to wear pants. Ha ha ha. Well, no, right. you were so right. high you you left a laptop with alleged child Breaking pornography on it. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Like, like uh, no, we're not really little children. Yeah. Yeah, like and like the fact that he was so high he was smoking guy. Parmesan cheese. That's funny, yeah. but also really disturbing. But what's what's bad is, is what we know to be on the laptop and the gun crime. It's just it's a mess. Right. The fact that he's out there parading on these talk shows right. shows that he truly doesn't right. believe he's ever going to be prosecuted. If I was in his uh, boat, I've, I I've, would be hiding. I wouldn't say a word. You think? I I so have a countdown for the end of the statute pray. of limitations. Go ahead, sorry. Oh. I, I just pray that something comes of it. I really, really do, because it is so disgusting. But uh, Stephen Colbert that same night did a thing on Matt Gaetz, um, you know, at the beginning of the show, a little parody. Um, but I'm sure they wouldn't do anything, uh, you know, they would not, not? do a, yeah. try to lampoon Hunter Biden and, and have someone trying, finding a gun in the garbage or, you know, any of that stuff. So it, it really is... Um, unfortunate and discouraging but i can live without him <laughs> i found yeah. out um unless that, that's the deal you, you gotta turn it yeah. off right i my yeah. wife loves yeah. to watch saturday night live after last week oh, where can't. they had the little nas x as the as satan giving jesus a lap dance we're done with saturday night oh. live no more no more clips online they're not getting any that. ad I revenue was, oh i was done with after uh dinero on saturday night live i used to, you know i'm I'm 67, so I was the first Saturday Night Live watcher and loved them, loved them, loved them. Um, and I've watched them over the years, just now and then. Love um, Keenan. He's terrific. But after, you know, they had De Niro come, wasn't it Robert De Niro that came on? And, yeah. uh, you know, F. Trump and all that. And that's all it was then for four years. I actually said something on Facebook. I went on like a Saturday Night Live fan Facebook page so I could complain about, you know, mm-hmm. how funny the the it used to be and it's not now. I ended up um, going off of there because I was afraid someone was going to come after me, you know, like really yeah. physically because they were so mean calling me and all kinds of names. But anyway, um, one thing I didn't want, I wanted to mention that today is um, – mm-hmm to mention a real hero and that's Brianne Lee uh, officer here in Indianapolis that was killed one year ago and today answering um, a domestic violence call she um, they shot her through the door as she came up she was 24 year old biracial wonderful person my granddaughter knew her and um, they I I went to Crown Hill Cemetery because she's buried just down the street here and they had a little service um, for her but she was really um, the hands and feet of Jesus. And, you know, she would buy things, uh, gift cards and give them to people. One fellow that they interviewed last year said he bought her, she bought him pots and pans because, she, you know, she was just, she had, and she left yeah. a preschool boy, son. That's I can't sad. That's sad. I remember, I remember reading about it. No, I was just letting you talk. Uh, I remember reading about oh, that. Uh-huh. And, and that's why it's so crazy when you see what Democrats are proposing, which is like mm-hmm. with either red flag laws or the, they don't want cops to respond to this. They want to send mental health professionals. Like right. if a police officer responds to a, a, a domestic violence. Yeah. yeah like what do you think is going to happen if you have a social worker 
going there. The only thing you're going to get is more dead social workers. It's just, none of it's thought yeah. out. None of it's logical. It's tragic what happened to the officer. I remember reading about it. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, she's, she's really loved him in Indianapolis and it's, uh, it's such a shame that her, her light was snuffed out, but you know, her family is, um, also in law enforcement and, um, and her little boy. So praying for them today and, um, for the rest of their lives. And can you say the name there. again, just so everyone can make sure we keep them in Brianne, their prayers? Her, her name is, um, her name is Brianne Leith. The last name is L-E-A-T-H. You can Google okay. her and see there's, you know, pictures and things. She, their, her funeral was during COVID. And so they had it at the Indy 500 track, uh, you know, which mm-hmm. is nice, but yeah, it, it'd be nicer if she was still alive. But anyway, yeah. Um, I thank you guys for speaking the truth. I enjoy watching you and get well too, Joe. Yeah, he'll he'll be back in Adam. Um, well, well, thank you so okay. much for the call. Re- really do appreciate. It. Any any plans for the weekend? Uh, no, oh. I'm living in a. <laughs> I've been no, probably not. I was out and about today, and I'll probably just hang out at home today or this weekend. I'm I'm, I'm just asking, just curious. I like to live vicariously through fun times that others have. <laughs> So I'm just asking everyone. Yeah, you today. wouldn't. You wouldn't. Me. I live in a senior citizen. I live in a senior citizen residence, and we've been pretty quarantined for the last year. But oh, it is yeah. nice. I'm getting out more now. Just got my car washed. Yeah. Maybe I will take a drive around. <laughs> All right. Well, well, have have Thanks, a great guys. weekend, and thank you so much for calling in. Um. So lots of people in the comment section expressing disbelief that New Jersey actually considers it a crime to possess a slingshot. And it's true. I just looked it up. If you do not have an explainable lawful purpose to possess a slingshot, which there is none under New Jersey law, it's punishable by up to 18 months in prison and a fine of up to $10,000. Childhood toy. Yeah, it's a weapon. Yeah, but I mean, there are kids in every other state in the country running around with slingshots in New Jersey, 18 months in prison. Just want to reiterate that. And before we get to the next caller, Ms. Bruiser, put up my screen. This is a picture published by the Daily Mail. This is Hunter Biden with his meth teeth. His teeth are rotten. I guess he's taking a selfie at the dentist's office before they give him his new teeth. But yeah, no, Hunter Biden's like, it's not my laptop. It's not my laptop. And yet this was on there. I, I would love to know how anyone else would have pictures of a Hunter Biden dentist chair selfie showing his meth teeth. We can go ahead and take that down. So we do have Pat now back on the line. Pat wants to talk about gun control and how when the United States has tried to keep guns out of the hands of organizations like the Taliban, hasn't really worked that well. Pat, welcome to the show. Hey, Max. Uh, it's me, Patrick. I, I called in a couple weeks ago talking about the wokeness. So yes. good to be back on your show again. Welcome, welcome aboard. Yeah, so, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, so uh, the gun control bills that were signed yesterday, I know we're not there yet. We're not exactly at confiscation yet, but it seems we're heading that way. Um, when I was when I was deployed to Afghanistan, um, you know, we would run operations where you know we would just go on patrol and we would look for things. We look for IED trails, weapons caches, and stuff like this. And we'd find weapon caches, mortars, AKs, RPGs, stuff like that. We call EOD. EOD would come out. They'd blow it up. Boom, job job well done, right? Two days later, you're going down the road and you start taking fire, or your base is getting mortared. And it's like, what? How? How is that possible? You know, we just uh, we just blew up all their guns. So I mean, just what I'm what I'm trying to get at is, just, you know, we can we can try and 
get the guns out, but the bad guys are always going to find I, – I know it's repeated yeah. a lot, but they're always going to find a way to get it. I mean, I lived it. I, I, I saw that every single day. Yeah, you know, well, and, they, they but, call Afghanistan the graveyard of empires for a reason. You go through world history, and pretty much every major empire has tried to – impose their will. I mean, we're not, we didn't invade Afghanistan to take over Afghanistan, but you look at us, the Russians, um, other empires throughout the years, they've all left their weapons. So there's a lot of weapons in Afghanistan. And I know you saw this. If, if you, if you were raiding weapons caches, I know you saw a lot of really, really old guns. We can put up my screen just for everyone looking. These are the oldest guns I saw from news reports about what was, uh, basically captured in Afghanistan. Josh put up my screen. Um, these are basically muzzle-loaded African kind of rifles, muzzle loaders. I mean, they, they have pretty much every kind of weaponry throughout the years at their disposal. And if you take, if you take away their AK, they're just going to grab a World War II bolt-action rifle, right? You take that away, they're going to take a muzzle loader. You take that away, and wow, they now have homemade <laughs> rifles that they just made out of parts from the trash. Like, yeah, no, they, they are, there are tons of guns, and that's a great example of how you can't really disarm anyone who are hell-bent on, on taking the fight to someone else. Yeah, you you're talking about uh, homemade weapons. They had so – mm -hmm. there's these things called recoilless rifles they have, mm -hmm. and we, like, we found one. And what they did is they, they hooked a car battery up to it, and what they would do is whenever they wanted to fire it, they would just put the jumper cables on, and boom, it would fire. I mean, these, you know, like people are crafty. You take, you, I mean, yeah. I know every law-abiding gun citizen, every law-abiding citizen that owns a gun in the United States, obviously, you know, it's they're they're the ones put at a disadvantage. They're the ones put at a disadvantage. They're not going to be yeah. the ones that are going to, you know, these type of links to uh, get their guns. It's the it's the people that don't, you know, it's the people that walk into a gun store, buy a gun, or they go to their backdoor dealer to buy a gun and they have nefarious purposes on their minds i mean it's those yeah. types of people that do this kind of yeah. stuff i mean it is and if, if you look if you look through american history if you look at the at, at the, the american revolution when guns were being made they were deliberately not putting the roll marks onto the rifles or or the uh or the muskets because they didn't want the british if they captured the guns to know who made them so like these ghost guns we would not be a country without ghost guns that is guns being created in in barns without the knowledge of anyone else without any serial numbers we're a country because of ghost ghost guns um and yeah, yeah. You, you think about what we would all do if if we were truly and you, you think about like uh like um all the dystopian movies if we were truly fighting to take back our country we would use everything at our disposal just like the taliban is right so the only problem is criminals have already reached that point. They've already reached the point of desperation where they're willing to use whatever they can to get what they want. The rest of us just haven't reached that mm -hmm. position yet. So, yeah, no, mm -hmm. you, you ban a gun, they're just going to build them. Absolutely. And, and what's the the most unfortunate part is now I, I, I hate comparing the United States to Afghanistan. Just, we're first world to third world. So I hate, I hate making that comparison. But the people that really suffer at this are the citizens of that country. Um, you know, yeah. Af Afghans, they're allowed to, they're allowed to own an AK or, you know, they're allowed to own a rifle with one 30 round magazine. That's, that's what they're mm -hmm. allowed to own. And, you know, if, and they, if they own more than two rifles, if they have more than two rifles, they have more than two magazines, 
they lose all that. Everything, it's all gone. And they're, le- they're the ones that are left disarmed to these gangs of Taliban or ISIS-K or, you know, these other insurgent groups that don't listen to laws, that do their own thing. And eventually the United States is going to get to that point where, you know, when the regular populace is disarmed, you know, the criminals are going to stand up. That they're going to, that's, that's going to be yeah. their moment. You know, they're going to have free reign because, I, mean, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> just, it, well, we're, I, only, we're only four I, months into this. Uh, I know, and we're already exhausted. It's already exhausting. And we're it's already exhausting. exhausted. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to compare the United States to Afghanistan. I'm just talking about pure in terms of just insurgency. The yeah. elements of an insurgency of fighting back with with minimal weaponry, even though you're completely outgunned. I mean, it, it's not a truly an accurate movie, but you look at Red Dawn, the movie Red Dawn, Patrick Swayze, um, yeah. where, where the kids are fighting back against the Soviet forces. It's the same deal, right? You, you don't have to have the same technology as the other side. You just need to inflict enough pain to make it no longer worth it, which over there, it's very easy for them to do because... Nothing's really built up. <laughs> There's just rocks and dirt. It's very easy just to bury things. Um, all I was meant to say is in terms of just insurgencies, there's that, there, we had an insurgency during the American Revolution, right? That We had people who would take the fight to the woods and attack the British along the roads. Um, it is possible. But yeah, it, it's what, what the Taliban's doing is terrible. But one man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist. That's all I'm trying to explain. The, the, the terms of, yeah. of insurgencies are pretty universal. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. This gun control, I don't even know why why they're trying. I mean, yeah, it sucks people get shot. But I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just at a loss of words. Uh, like, I yeah. honestly, you know, we had Obama. We had Obama for eight years. And, you know, he, was, he always talked tough on gun, on gun policy. But I never really saw anything coming from him, so I just kind of figured Biden was going to be that type of politician where he would talk tough, but nothing really happened. But after you know yesterday, I don't know. It's we're getting to that point where you know I, I don't want to I don't want to say anything. Well, I, banned. <laughs> well, you know, no, no, I I do think without saying anything that will get us banned, I do think that Democrats truly believe that this is an opportunity they might not get again, and that this is an opportunity yeah. they probably didn't expect. And that they want to make the most of this and they want to pass as many Democrat leftist agenda items as possible. So they want to ram it through knowing that in a couple of years it might be gone. The opportunity might be gone. Yeah. But I mean, the Republicans, I would, I would expect Republicans to do the same thing in that situation, though. We wouldn't be trying to just restrict everyone's rights and liberties. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 thank you so well, much for the call, Pat. You got, you got anything planned for the weekend? Honestly, uh, just. You know, I, I don't really do much now, just looking for jobs at this point. But, you know, I'm just, just going to relax. I'm going to try I'm gonna try to keep the politics to a minimum over, this, over the yeah. weekend. But, I mean, it just it's so forced now. You open up Facebook, yeah. you open up Instagram or Twitter or something, it's just right there in your face. So probably try to unplug for the weekend. Yeah. You know, well, weekend. that's definitely a good idea. I love being able to unplug. It's hard when my job – this is my job. But <laughs> I, if you can unplug, yeah, yeah, definitely I, do it. Yeah, I, I can't imagine the stress that you probably go through just going through all this nonsense just for uh, content for the show. But, I, you know, yeah. again, I appreciate all that you do for, for Americans like us that listen and stand up with you. Uh, just keep up the good fight and, you know, we'll, we'll win. I, I feel like we'll win. I, I have no doubt about it. We will. It's just a matter of when. Well, thank you so much for the call, Pat. Really do appreciate it. Have a great weekend. 
Um, that's a great opportunity to remind you guys that it really is important that you hit the share button if you haven't already. Today's topic isn't as structured. We're not doing as many deep dives today as we do normally, but it's very important that you share the podcast, not just by hitting the share button and broadcasting it to everyone on your Facebook page or social media platform, but to share it with individuals who you think would enjoy this. We're trying to obviously gain our, our, our audience, grow our audience. Big tech is making it hard to do that. They don't want people to find us. So the way we fight back is by is by you guys sharing it, both through that one-click share to everyone and by actually saying, hey, to a, fr a friend or family member, check out the podcast. It, it's interesting. You, you might like it. Um, so that is, that's my request today. If you haven't already, please do share the podcast um, so we can grow the audience. We're going to be coming back with a second hour. Um, no one, the phone lines are wide open right now, unless I'm, I'm incorrect. So 888-441-1121 is our number. And a great reminder, if you haven't already, the podcast is still sponsored by MyPillow. Use code CD21. You'll get up to 66% off on your order at MyPillow. I have the pillows, love them. Uh, the dog beds are great. The, 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 the towels are excellent. A lot of people, like you don't think about a towel. A lot of people just use bad towels, whatever the cheapest towel at whatever store you buy it from. I'm not going to say Bed Bath & Beyond because don't go there. Um, but I, I've been using like just like beach towels for so long. Getting a really good towel. It's, it's, it's a life-changing experience. It really is. So definitely check out the other things that they have to offer on MyPillow.com. Again, code CD21 will get you up to 66% off on everything in the store. So help support Mike Lindell. We do get a cut, full disclosure, but that'll also help us grow the show as well. So 888-441-1121 is our number. Open line Friday. We'll, be, we'll continue this into the second hour. Don't go anywhere. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top.